Hey, welcome to Real with Claire Rafferty. In this podcast, I'm going to bring you weekly conversations with inspiring and empowering guests. Our goal is to help you break your boundaries, let go of fear, and motivate you to take that leap in the name of health and happiness. All of my guests were just like you before they invested in themselves in order to create much, much more. Between my guests and I, we want to help you out of your rut. We want to show you you can be more and you can have so much more. Does that sound like something you want to do? If so, stay tuned and let's dive into today's episode. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this week's podcast. This week, I am joined by the beautiful, gorgeous, incredible Kelly Gentleman. I am super excited to introduce Kelly to you all. Um, I came across Kelly through my business mentor, and she is an absolute ray of sunshine and just wonderful human to get to know. So Kelly runs her own business, which she's going to talk to you guys a little bit about. It is something different and something that I think um, a lot of you will be like, oh, wow, that's incredible. And she's also a mum to two incredible little kids. One is three and you need to remind me how old Marcy is. She's very, very newborn. Um, so I'm just going to pass you over to Kelly now and she's going to tell you who she is. And yeah, talk about your business and your little ones, please. Okay. Hi, hi guys. I'm Kelly. Um, yeah, so um, I run my own aerial silks business um, called Kelly Horn Aerial Silks, which is predominantly for coaching. So I do, um, we have a lot of students come in weekly and daily and we teach them um, beginner, intermediate and advanced sessions. Um, and then alongside that, yeah, I have two children and I've got a three-year-old boy, Lincoln, and a seven-month baby. Well, she's seven months next week, um, Marcy. Oh my God, seven months already. I feel like it's like been two. <laughs> I know, it's gone so fast. It's going fast. That's absolutely mad. So yeah, sorry, I cut you off there. But yeah, what else do you do, Kelly? <laughs> so yeah, so I um, teach aerial silks, um, but I also do perform as well. But I've kind of stepped step aside from the, the performance side at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm just teaching um, my regular day-to-day classes um, for students any level. We teach from the age of eight years old all the way up until six, well, 60 or more. And um, nice. yeah, there's they're great <laughs> okay I'm gonna say that really offensive thing straight off the bat of oh my goodness you teach like such a wide range and my yeah. head is like a adult thing and it's like yeah. a young adult thing so that is so cool do you have like tailored classes or is it just like beginner intermediate advanced or do you have do you have a lot of like older population or younger population that do it um we well, yeah we've got quite um variety actually so we do for our children age 8 to 16 we've got courses that we run every six weeks and I do have an instructor that takes most of those courses for me um I used to take them but since having my own children it's <laughs> my patience for kids a little bit um so I do teach a few of them the teenagers mainly but um and then we have our adult classes and they're from uh, 16 well, I mean, it's for anyway, up to any age, really. But the, the most popular age we're finding is in between 20 and 30. Okay. Um, and then we and then anybody else that doesn't feel quite comfortable in a group will come to a private session with me. And my eldest lady at the moment is 54. Nice. Every okay. Week. Yeah. So straight off the bat, listeners, if you are sitting thinking, oh my goodness, Ariel Silks, like if you want to try it, go hook up with Kelly, like go and have a shot because whatever age you are, that is, I'm just, yeah, 
That's so amazing to hear. Okay, before we get into it, because I sometimes miss this part, I want to do some quick fire questions with you. And it's just basically set the mood, get the vibe to let the listeners learn a little bit about you and basically just to see how you respond <laughs> under pressure. So uh, question number one, where are you from? So I'm from um, Andover in Hampshire. It's a really small town um, and I've lived here all my life. I was born here still here now <laughs> yeah it's such a lovely place though I've been maybe three or yeah. four times now and it is it's like really homey like you go and I'm like oh this I could live here this is yeah, cute. yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lovely place um what's your favorite type of exercise oh that's a tricky one well so um the thing is oh <laughs> uh, because I teach aerial silks my favorite type of exercise is anything conditioning on the silks or on a bar nice. so body weight exercises um which could i mean there's a there's so many different ones but always body weight for me nice that's yeah i've seen you you're extremely flexible which is insane are you still as flexible with like uh, just now? Uh, yes i'm i'm like really addicted to my flexibility um feeling lately actually over the last few weeks i'm feeling quite stiff at the moment i don't know if it's my age or what but um, oh gosh no I know. I didn't think this. I thought it was, you know people say it's a thing, but I'm like, mm, no. I'll still be doing the splits when I'm seventy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Get back into it. Like you need to just just go be flexible. <laughs> um, yeah. What one food could you not live without? One food. Oh, does it have to be food? Can it be drink? Oh, on you go then. Yeah. Because I can't live without coffee. But definitely uh, can't. Live but I'm not you know people a lot of people say with chocolate and things like that but no I can take it or leave it with chocolate but nice. coffee I have to have one within within two hours of waking up definitely yeah. how do you drink your coffee how do I uh I have a latte mm. I do like a latte um and I like it I like it so it's not too hot so I leave it to go cold as well oh my god I'm the exact same I make it <laughs> and then I make it and then wake so I'm like why yeah. is my why does my machine always make it so warm like, yeah. Cause I, yeah, I'm like, th there needs to be like a temperature regulation on this so that I can drink it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm also known to still be drinking it two hours later. Is that disgusting? I honestly, I'm it's not at all. I'm that guy. Like <laughs> I used to be the personal trainer that walked around with a coffee cup Yeah. and my clients would be like, have you just made that? And I'm like, no, I've had it since six this morning. It's like three yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, so my cup, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <Love it. laughs> we got you, gal. We got you. Um, okay, next one. What is your secret superpower? Superpower. Well, it's got to be my flexibility, really. Yeah. Um, I use my flexibility to like, you know, like kick ass. But oh, yeah, no, definitely that's my. Yeah, that's my little secret. Yeah. Um, it's also like choice. my as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one thing that makes you happy. Uh, one thing, one, one thing, thing that makes me happy. I've, I've got two, I've got three, I've got four. Okay, um, <laughs> family time actually. Family yeah. time's up. Yeah, definitely. So I that and my aerial silks, both of those are up there. Nice. So obviously, like Marcy's now seven months. So have you, you, I've seen you've been back on the silks. I mean, you were right on the silks up until the day before you oh. gave birth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 38 weeks <laughs> yeah. yeah like I remember seeing you and I was like I don't I don't even know what to say right now like that's insane but you're so in control and you're so obviously confident and comfortable up there um, yeah, definitely. so yeah, yeah how long did you have off 
Um, so I remember, so with Lincoln, I trained up to 38 weeks as well. And then, um, then just thought that enough's enough and did a bit of flexibility, but that was it. Then um, two, two weeks postpartum after Lincoln, I went in and just tried a, what's called an aerial invert. So that's just inverting in the air. And that was great. And did the same with Marcy because I kind of felt like I had to follow the same pattern. Yeah. So it was like, well, if I could do it two weeks with Lincoln, I can do it two weeks with Marcy, you know? It's like, um, so yeah, but fully training was probably about, about five weeks postpartum. And did you miss, like, psychologically, did you miss the training when you were obviously having that five weeks off? Um, yes and no. I think I really, especially with Marcy, I was very much more chilled and just kind of, um, no, I was just enjoying the family time, enjoying myself. Um, uh, I was getting a little bit kind of itchy when I'd go on Instagram and you could see people on doing that you know doing silks and doing new moves and things like that and I was kind of oh I want to try that move so I would just screenshot it and save it for a later date yeah um, yeah but it was nice to have that time off actually nice okay so I want you to talk to the listeners a little bit about I mean we kind of re- roughly said what aerial silks is but what is aerial silks like explain that for someone who's listening driving right now and thinking I need to go and google this and I can't google it so what is it okay yeah so um it's it's probably a little bit more well known now um it's very massive in the in the uh, US but it's basically like people like to call it curtains hanging from a ceiling pretty much is that but um not quite the same material and uh yeah it's two bits of fabric hanging from the ceiling it's not actually silk which people think it is um but uh you can get different types of fabric um so more grippy fabric stretchier fabric and things like that um and you can climb do lots of different poses and then you can also create routines um sort of all sorts of different tricks and drops um there is endless you can do conditioning on there so there's just so much and there's so much you can do for different abilities as well so from a complete beginner up to you know really advanced it's great and what I would like to ask there is, because I think I spoke to this about, about it before, because whenever I struggle with flexibility, I just think of like, who do I know that's really flexible? And I'm just going to ask them. So if you've got someone who's not very flexible, not very fit, like mm-hmm. how would they break into silks? Like what would that look like as a rough overview? Would they just be doing a lot oh. of like low floor work? and? Yeah, I mean, we would always start a student off from the floor anyway um so if they even if they do climb most you know it's kind of 50 50 of people climbing on their first go um some people do get off the floor some people don't and we've got so many things that we would do we would create like a little knot and do things in the knot by going upside down and just um it's a, it's a slow gradual um progression which we allow each student to do and some will take longer some will you know some will kind of rush through and we just kind of go at that that individual student's level um but yeah so i this is the thing with with aerial six we get a lot of emails come through that will say oh i need to get myself a little bit fitter or my core strength before i come and do it and it's really it's it's you really don't need to be doing that um but it's so hard to drill that into somebody yeah and it's like there, there isn't actually any exercises that are going to help um that's going to progress you the only way to do it is by coming to aerial silks and doing it and progressing each week. But it's so hard to explain that to people. Um, you don't, honestly, you don't need to be strong before you start. That's how you get strong. What is um, people's confidence like when they first come? Because I think an environment like that, I, 
like I'm a confident human I would not be confident in that environment but is it one of those ones where you can get confident pretty quickly and then does it relate to you know life in general with a, like a lot of these things do do you find people boosting confidence and then they're like oh my goodness I'm now confident at these things as well yeah definitely it's um again it's down to the ability as well because you'll find that people that um see i think you'd be fine claire because i mean you're good at you're awesome with your your, your um training and your pull-ups and i've seen your pull-ups and they're amazing you would you would rock it um and i think by coming in and you st- you need to have a go actually you need to come down and have a go but by coming in to have your first go i think you would realize that that is actually you're better than you are that than you think and it's easier yeah. than you think um so it's it's a down to ability like if you can do a pull-up then of course you're going to have more confidence with the climb um but that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that you're you know for me this sounds really bizarre but i actually don't like heights so i'm very confident in my own studio because i know the height and i'm used to it but you take me somewhere else that's out that's more open that's higher i'm like not good it's not fun for me to be that high so it's just it's confidence different things you know like yeah. if you're fine with heights then you're fine with climbing to the top but you will 100% gain your confidence the more you come nice yeah. I I seen a photo shoot that you done I don't know how long ago it was but it was like over water was oh, that yes. okay how how does that how does something like that come about like sell was it like tied to a tree or a crane or like <laughs> I've been wanting to ask you this for so long and if anyone listening like we'll give you Kelly's Instagram at the end you need to go on and like scroll and I'm going to get her to post a picture like of that shoot because when you yeah. see that you're just like how is she doing that? Like, how is that humanly possible? This is, one, this is one of those Instagram posts where it's like, it's actually hidden. Like the real life bit is really hidden. Yeah. Like, how is that even rigged up there? Um, but you no, know, the truth of it is that um, we actually rigged on a bridge and it was so low. Um, so it was fine. And, and I would never recommend anybody, especially if you're a student, <laughs> very new to silks or never done it before to rig on um, like a tree or anything like that. And I've never rigged on a tree apart from uh, in the Dominican when I was um, on my honeymoon. And uh, actually it was my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Details. <laughs> so many years ago, I've forgotten. Um, but yeah, so we rigged it on a bridge and it was so low and obviously the water was like a nice height as well. So um, yeah, I'll have to send you a picture of like the actual rigging of it. Oh and I've actually climbing the top to peek over the bridge as well so um yeah I'll have to send you that over yeah it's so good like I just remember seeing it and thinking this woman is insane like how is she doing that like it's one of those as you say Instagram moments that you look at and you're like wow okay so take us back because we've talked a lot about what silk says and everything how did you find your groove in silks in the first place like where did that come from were you obviously flexible growing up gymnastics or take us a little bit through that path of falling into having your own silk studio yeah definitely so um it was very unplanned let's put it that way always the best way I think actually um so I was 21 and I just met my husband Tommy um and I kind of he was a PT at the time and I got really into fitness before I met him two years before that I was doing pole for fitness um he then opened up his own PT studio, which was quite a small little studio, but a really nice height. And I got 
a little bit bored of pole actually it was kind of a bit samey everybody was doing it I wanted to be a little bit different so I started to um, commute and I was commuting to London uh, it was called circus space at the time it's now like national circus I can't remember what it's called now but um, it's very big um, circus in the UK and I was commuting there every weekend to train all sorts of aerial trapeze fly trapeze rope silks hoop and I fell in love with the silks um, it just it was just like the best thing ever for me and I got really addicted and because Tommy had just opened his studio it was a chance for me to rig in his studio um, and so I did and then I was self-training and I ended up finding that people were interested in doing it um, so I ended up teaching some friends and it just went from there it just went crazy it, it ended up being friends and then turning into public and I ended up getting all my fitness qualifications and, and my aerosols and it was just it's gone crazy from there. Yeah. He then moved to studios and he moved into his gym that he's in now in 2012. And I moved in there with him and um, ended up teaching like a really small ratio of like three to one. But at the time I was a legal secretary. So I was working like nine to five as a legal secretary and I was burnt out, you know, and it's just like, get this letter out by five o'clock and it was like oh I just want to go home and then I'd be late and, I'd, and then I'd end up having to teach from six o'clock till nine o'clock and I just fell out of love with the solicitors and it was that it was that moment I had this choice and it was a choice of continue and in the solicitors and do my paralegal which wouldn't get me that much more money but a couple of grand a year um, or go with my go with my heart and just do it. Let's just go, go for it. Teach full time. And I've never looked back since. I love that. Like, I didn't know you worked in a solicitor's office. Like, obviously I've heard so much the story about um, setting up the gym and like you have in your studio, but I suppose your specific story, I've never um, really got that side from you. And that is amazing um, that you followed your heart. Like, what, do you remember what that feeling was like at the time when you were like, balancing up whether it was financial or just you know the life decision around okay I'm going mm. all in on this it was it was like one of those um I mean luckily I wasn't earning that much money at this list as I was there for 10 years and I progressed a lot you know there was a lot of prospects with the job but the money wasn't that great yeah and believe it or not my first week of going self-employed teaching obviously I'd built up this business slowly anyway without even realizing it but my first week, I earned, I earned more in that week than I did in my solicitors for a week. And I was doing nine till five. And when I look back at that, I just, why did I not leave sooner? But it, obviously it was all meant to be. Yeah. And so financially it was, you know, it was actually okay for me because I was earning more money. Um, but, oh, I just, it's like looking back, I just never, never thought I would be where I am now. Um, but I'm so glad as well yeah it's I just yeah I'm smiling so much like you can't hear that I'm smiling but I'm so happy to hear that little side of your story I'm also super interested that you obviously you you built it up so you said there you were doing like nine till five and then six till nine how long was that for like was that did it get to a point where you were doing that like four or five nights a week did were you doing weekends like I suppose what I'm asking is, did you have a life or was your life office aerials like to just get that momentum and to get you into a place? Yeah. Looking back, it was, um, it was full on. It was full on. Um, it was pretty much every day of the week. Oh, that's little Marcy woken up. Um, yeah, it was, 
every single day probably not oh I think I did do the weekends thinking back to it actually so yeah it was I didn't really have a life but then at the time the silks was my life you know that was just like my my dream I loved it every moment of it I absolutely loved so that wasn't the heart bit it was this it was working nine to five at the solicitors that was killing me I just love it when you because so often we think that um to follow our dreams or you know to do these things like working all these hours it's not good and we, we have this big promotion around make sure you have a life and make sure you have this and make sure you have all these things but sometimes you just have to go all in until yeah. your dream is achievable and it definitely sounds like you know whether you were aware of it or not but you were all in on that dream um, yeah. until it was possible um, and yeah. as you said like looking back you're like oh yeah that was pretty full on um, yeah. and it's just yeah that trying to bring that awareness to it which I think a lot of the listeners a lot of them are you know trapped in that nine to five sluggish cycle um got to turn this into my boss got to do this got to do that and we have all these dreams and ambitions and we never know how to chase them or you know what to do to try and get to them and it is a really difficult challenge but following your heart and yeah just working through it for a period of time knowing that you will come out the other side is just yeah. incredible to hear and hopefully that's a little bit of motivation or a little bit of a boost for someone <laughs> so yeah obviously since you've had the little ones and obviously you're running the business what's that like being a mum having your own business obviously as you said like you're not doing this nine till five job but I imagine yeah. two kids are probably more stressful than a nine till five job <laughs> definitely yeah like it's the hardest job in the world, but also the most rewarding job in the world. Um, the balance is tricky. I'm still trying to find it. Um, it changes all the time as well because the children change all the time. Um, when I had Lincoln, I was full on thinking, I was, so, I was naive actually. And I thought, yeah, what I'll do is I'll have the baby. I'll plan my sessions. I'll go in and teach them. Everything's going to be cushy. No. No chance. I ended up crying most days, most weeks. I just can't do this. I was really lucky to have, um, and Kay, you've met Lisa as well. I was really yeah. lucky to have Lisa with me and she's still with me now. Um, and she teaches a lot of the classes for me. Um, and she's been just literally amazing. She's just been my lifesaver actually. And she took all the classes on, but at the time I thought I didn't want to, I think I still wanted that control of the business. So I was like, come round every week and we'll do the planning. And it just went to pot and it wasn't ideal. So I knew when I had, when I was pregnant with Marcy that things needed to change. And so then I ended up, I've got this, and you know Lizzie as well, I think. Um, so I've now got Lizzie who's joined our team. She's now my admin girl. And again, she's like the best thing ever. I couldn't live without her now. Just, I can't live without her either. <laughs> she does all <laughs> oh, my yeah, admin. Yeah, yeah, she does all my admin too. And honestly, she's a saint. Big shout out oh, to Lizzie. She's literally amazing. Yeah, definitely shout out to Lizzie. Um, yeah, so having her has just been the best thing ever as well. And then having Lisa, and I just knew things needed to change. I put too much pressure on Lincoln that I needed with when I had Lincoln that I needed to be this certain person. I had to look this certain way. I had to be strong and able to teach all of my classes. And it was just full on. It was too much. Um, and then with Marcy, I think I've just chilled a bit more, just taken a step back, allow Lizzie to continue with my admin, allow Lisa to just crack on. She's got it. You know, they've all got it. Bambi's got it when she teaches my kids and just let it go. That's how yeah. I feel. I think yeah. that's amazing that you've got to that point. And yeah. like, that's huge respect because... I think giving up control is one of the hardest things to do. 
it's yep. definitely up there on when I first took on Lizzie as well I was like I, I don't even know what I'm meant to give her because I need to do all these things and it's yeah. like you know you're trying to like oh should, should, should she do this should she do this and she's like I can do all of that like I can yeah. you just need to teach me this and we're good and I think it is such a, a lovely stress release to give that control over but when it's yours there's yeah. still that that attachment of but this is mine and this is meant to be for me and I'm meant to be in charge and I'm meant to be able to do it all. Definitely. So obviously you mentioned there a little bit about being this strong and this, um, you know, well-powered mum and now you've kind of chilled. How mm. do, you, do you think there was anything, like obviously you said you just had Marcy, but do you think there was anything that, you know, was it an image you've seen of yourself? Was it some work that you've done on yourself? Like how do you think you came to that transition of almost being like, I don't have to have the world under control in my hands. Yeah, um, I don't really know what, I mean, it's a number of things, but a lot of, I think maybe it was down to time. Like it was, you know, I had, when I had Lincoln, I thought I didn't have any time. And then I realized now, like I have loads of time, but now it's like, I really don't have much time. And the time that I do have, my views have changed. I don't know if Marcy's going to be our last child and she probably will be. And I, I love babies and I love that first stage. I, I don't want any, I don't want these moments to run away and I need to capture all the moments. So a lot of mine is down to that. And there's also a real realizing that the pressure I was putting on myself to be this certain um, ability, I guess, for teaching is, always built inside me because there's the muscle memory is there so I know it's I think I realize now it's not going to take that much to yeah. build that back up to, to get that muscle memory going and and that's I think when I realized that I don't need to put so much pressure on everything yeah and then that's so much self-belief around your own craft and your own skill yeah. and your own yeah ability to believe that you know what you're doing and you can do you know what you're doing um i've been injured for a while and i think at first i was like oh my god i'm injured i can't squat or deadlift that means i can never coach a squat or deadlift again and yeah. i almost put myself into this state of mind where i was like well if i can't do it then i don't know if i'm doing it properly so i don't know if someone else is doing it properly so but, i can yeah, kind yeah. I can kind of relate to that feeling of, you know, if you're not practicing something, does that mean that you're, you're not, va you're not as valid um, yeah. or that kind of emotion that you get. And it is a difficult process to work through. But as you said, like, if you know, you're good at something and you've had success in something in the past, it is always yeah. going to be there, whether it is yeah. from like a movement perspective or whether it is just from like another skill if you're into math or you're into like in physics um, which I went to in either, so I don't know why they came to my mind. <laughs> but you know what? It is always there. It is always there, yeah. Um, okay, so one more question. Um, where can the listeners find you? Who are, like, obviously they know now you're Kelly Gentleman, but do you have Instagram? Where are you sociable? If they want to ask you questions or come along to try silks, um, yeah. how are they going to get involved in that? So um, the my main platform, I do have Facebook and Instagram and Twitter actually, but my main platform is Instagram, um, a bit of an Instagram fan. Um, so you can find me Kelly Gentleman on Instagram. Uh, actually, it's Kelly Gentleman Aerialist. Um, and then on Facebook, um, you can find me under the business, which is Kelly Horn, H-O-R-N-E, Aerial Silks. And um, that's where you can get in contact if you want to come up and have a try, a private session, tasted session, or a group session, whatever you fancy. We even do hen parties, birthday parties. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, so 
come along and um, yeah, just message us and, and book yourself in. Um, so that's where you can find us on that. And then I'm also on Twitter as well. Yay! Oh my goodness. I am like, I think I threatened the last time I seen you that I was going to come and try. I need to yeah. make it. I want to come and see the new gym. So I'm really excited to see that. So I'll maybe try and make like a day out to Andover trip um, and catch up with some. I think I need to catch up with Leah and stuff as well. So that'll be amazing. Yeah, um, and then go. That would be awesome. We've got to get some video footage as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll try. Oh my goodness. No, I don't know. I don't know if the world needs to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not flexible and I just have this see is that thing again it's that I'm not this but you but you don't need to be <laughs> we're not on your first session you wouldn't be put into a footlock and then straight into a split you know you honestly you'd be you'd love it and you'd be fab okay I trust you <laughs> I do trust you um okay so for the listeners who are probably just about to head into the office um or just about to head into the gym um do you have any words of wisdom or words of love that you want to impart into them as the last thing that they hear and something that they can take with them into their day yeah um I think my main, my main thoughts at the moment is just enjoy the moment, enjoy the moment, um, because the moments are never going to be there again. So all of those happy moments, um, just soak, just, just take them all in, soak it all up and enjoy them. Yes. I love it. Let, enjoy the moment. I always say live in the present. So yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Just try yeah. and be there and be there and see what's going on around you and appreciate it. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I just, I'm so glad that she managed to sleep and is she awake? Yes. Is she still awake? She had such a good sleep that she's kind of in a good mood. So she's playing with her feet in the monitor at the moment. Oh, can you That's see her? Yeah, I can see her. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, baby monitors have leveled up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'll let you go and spend some quality time with her and I hope you have an incredible day. Um, you. Thank you so, so much. And to everyone listening, thank you so much for joining Kelly and I. I hope you find something in that that's maybe made you want to take the leap and try something that terrifies you, like me going to try it yourselves, or you just have a more positive and happy day. Um, peace out guys and I will catch you all in the next episode